Well, welcome to the Seminary Sense Podcast, where seminaries say what's said at the Sun. I'm Andrew St. Dennis. I'm Deacon Nikolai Berlinski. And I'm Deacon Drew Tangway. I forgot I was a deacon for a minute. <laughs> yeah, this is this has quickly become a clerical podcast now that the majority of the like main hosts have been ordained. Some might say it's clerically speaking. For legal reasons, we can't call ourselves clerical speaking. <laughs> please don't cancel us, clerical speaking. We are no, please come on our podcast. We are in the better half of Pennsylvania, though. So. This is factually true. However, we are speaking in a manner which in no way resembles the clerical state. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't have a Twitter, so... Yeah. Well, yeah. nobody has a Twitter anymore. Oh, uh, everyone's got an X. Everyone's got an X. <laughs> we do have X's. <laughs> I got some of those, Texas. but not... <laughs> The social media kind. <laughs> Alright, so moving. That's something we're doing. Moving time. And that's not just a transition. That's actually what this seminary is doing. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of funny because we as seminarians get very very good at moving over our time here. Moving to seminary, moving from seminary, moving from one parish to another. Right. Uh, we get a lot of practice because that's what we'll be doing as priests right. a lot. Well, hopefully not a lot, but... Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But at the end of the day, we're, we're, we will be moving within the course of our lifetime. Right? Oh, yeah. Quite a few times. While yeah. seminarians might be good at moving, when a seminary moves, it's quite a bigger process. It's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, so for anybody who doesn't know, which... I don't know. Do people know that we're moving? It was. I think a lot of people think that we've already moved. Or, a lot of people think we've closed. We're closing. Or that we're closed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the famous words of our former rector, and now mine and Deacon Drew's bishop, we are moving, not closing. Yes. But for anybody who doesn't know, St. Charles Borromeo Seminary is in the process of moving in the coming year of 2024, somewhere in between June and August. We should be out of here and moved into the new place, is yeah. my understanding. Yeah. So the seminary had bought some property up in uh, Lower Gwynedd Township. Mm -hmm. So the nice thing is that this property was originally part of a university. And so on that land that we got was already a dormitory. Right. So we have one dorm already set and in place. Just needs a little remodeling, a little cleaning up. Maybe some may say a little exercising. A little exorcism. A little exorcism never hurts. Holy water here and there. Yeah, it never hurts. And um, we do it every year to, to our roots. It's true. It's true. So, and just this past week, uh, they finished putting together the structure for right. our new library, chapel, classrooms. Uh, it's a building that we're going to be calling the Student Life Center. Right. So everything that we'll need for our day-to-day -day life outside of our dorm mm -hmm. uh, will be in this building. So we had a handful of festivities and activities uh, surrounding it at the beginning of this academic year. Right, of fall 2023. Yeah. Uh, Deacon Drew, you want to tell us a little bit about our fun adventures up to our new campus in Gwynedd? Yeah, so all of us uh, at the start of the this academic year went up to the new campus and we got to see the kind of the framework of the Student Life Center, which I voted we call the Eternal Life Center, but no one listens to me. 
deacons. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Just full of good ideas that nobody cares. Um, so we got to see... Because we, we had already been there, of course, right. uh, about a year ago for the groundbreaking ceremony. On the it, Feast of Immaculate Conception of, of December 8th. Yeah, it was, it was nice to see now uh, something other than just a pile of dirt there. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So it was, it was very cool to see everything coming together and some of the vision really coming alive that clearly a lot of really good people have put a lot of really good thought into this. Hmm. And so it was very encouraging to see like this is all coming together and then we all got to kind of press our fingerprint into the process, so to speak. Yeah. Because that's a saying, apparently. It is now. And so the, the last beam to be put in uh, the last support beam of the entire project. They painted it and to give us kind of a surface and then gave us all Sharpies so we were able to, to write our names. Right. And so then all of us are able to kind of be a part of that new campus, uh, which is especially poignant considering that there is a kind of, kind of one of those like unofficial traditions here at seminary uh, that... There is one of the one of the rafters over our chapel right. that we tend to go up to and carve our names into, and there are names there from decades and decades yeah. ago. I want to say the oldest signature I found written, like in places where people shouldn't necessarily be, <laughs> it was like eighteen eighty three or ninety three, something like that. I, I took a picture, but um. It's neat to know that, like, for well over a hundred years, people have been climbing to places where <laughs> maybe they're not invited and writing their names. <laughs> it's in the nature of scenarios. Uh, yeah, but this time we were actually explicitly told to write our names. On this <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a really cool experience. It was very nice, as as both deacons pointed out, to really see see the vision of this new place. the The new campus is more than just a dormitory with a pile of dirt next to it. Right. But there's something that we can begin to see the vision and see the beauty that it's going to be there. Yeah. It's going to be hopefully a wonderful place to live. I'm really excited to move in there. My class is going to be the first class to graduate from there, mm-hmm. to be ordained out of there. Mm-hmm. So I've been saying that we're going to be the deacon class that gets to make the rules, break the rules, and the next class will have to actually live the rules. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's an interesting dynamic. So when when Drew and I were in the college seminary, I want to say it was 2019 when they announced the sale and the, and the buying and the moving plan, or like initially, and it seemed so far away, and we weren't exactly sure when things were going to happen. So it's it's really cool to see it like coming to fruition in a lot of ways. But the interesting dynamic is like we're the last class. At this campus, the Overbrook campus, Drew, uh, Deacon Drew and myself, and you'll be the first class at the at the new campus. So I don't know it's just an interesting thing of like closing one chapter, opening another chapter. Yeah, and getting to live yeah. through it. Yeah, yeah, because I nobody else can say. Yeah, because that announcement of the sale of the Overbrook campus came about a month after my um, entrance interview oh, wow. uh, with the Diocese of Harrisburg and about a couple weeks before I found out that I was applying to St. Charles. Hmm. So when I started telling my friends back home that oh, I'm going to St. Charles out in Philadelphia, everyone said, 
I thought they closed. <laughs> I thought they're I thought they're they're going away. And so from the very beginning, you know, that that mantra of moving not closing was already at the forefront. But, you know, as kind of hiccups came along the way and uh, as seminarians are wont to do, rumors were spread about a move not happening. We were kind of living in this uh, unknown limbo, so to speak, for right. a couple of years. But yeah, it's really, really is awesome to be able to live in this historical moment in the life of St. Charles Borromeo Seminary. Yeah, um, and as in the in the church as a whole, I mean, this is one of the largest seminaries in North America, and many, many priests in Pennsylvania and in the East um, have have walked these halls, have made their way through St. Charles. So yeah. it's really cool to to be that. That crew that's part of the transition, yeah, and yeah. especially as the class is going to be the ones paving the way at this new campus. Yeah, I'm going to add to that too. I mean, not not only Pennsylvania in the east, but Lincoln, Nebraska, and Sri Lanka and Bangladesh. And, oh yeah, you know this. Our seminary has served, you know, dioceses and priests across the world at this point. So it's really amazing that we continue onward even in a different place. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I, going back to the beginnings of this moving process, uh, especially after the seminary acquired the land in Gwynedd, right. the first thing in every single step has always been prayer. Yeah. The groundbreaking ceremony wasn't just like, a, let's clap each other on the back and congratulate ourselves on getting a piece of land, but like it was an actual prayer service. Right. Like it was a time of prayer. And then as soon as the foundation was about to be laid many of the priests uh, our rector and uh, seminarians went up to the to the new campus and uh, prayed over the land laid out miraculous medals throughout the foundation and when we went just to the beginning of this academic year like we we consecrated it, this project mm-hmm. to our lady the immaculate conception by praying the miraculous medal uh, novena there like quite literally this uh, new campus is built on the foundation of prayer especially built on the foundation of Our Lady our Mother Mary who is interceding both for this project but interceding for all of us seminarians and priests and bringing our petitions and bringing our needs uh, before her son our Lord Jesus Christ so it is it truly is a graced moment in the mm. history of the seminary. Absolutely agree. At the same time, too, there has been, you know, a, a lot of sadness, too, of, of leaving this place that has been our home for a long time. So we don't have to get into, like, all of it, I guess, but just to express, like, what, what are your feelings about leaving this place, St. Charles Borromeo Seminary, Overbrook? There's definitely, uh, I mentioned we as seminarians move around a lot, but... Before my time in seminary, it wasn't really part of my reality. That uh, I grew up in in the same house uh, my entire life up until mm. graduated high school, and I remember when we moved from there, it was a very touching and, and poignant moment. Just kind of seeing like all the rooms empty and replaced with rather than furniture, there being boxes mm. and everything kind of kind of changing, and so sort of a similar feel here where 
there, there are a lot of things that we're taking with us to the new campus, which is really great, but there's kind of this transition period where now we have to put those things away, and so a lot of our stained glass windows that we want to take with us uh, have to be removed now so that they can be right. transported, some of them restored a little bit, and then installed uh, safely and on time. And so it's always kind of a bittersweet feeling going into our chapel yeah. and seeing one of the windows is gone, replaced with clear glass. Right. Yeah, it, it kind of brings a new element to something else to bring to prayer. Yeah. Of gratitude for everything that has happened here and hope and prayers for what is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, my experience of it has been a little bit different, I think, than both of yours. Because like I said, I knew that this campus was moving, um, that we were going to be leaving Overbrook before even stepping foot on the property. Hmm. And so I kind of always had that in the back of my mind. But the first time I like stepped foot here in the seminary and seeing just how magnificent it really is the great beauty of the chapels and just the history that's here uh it did bring with it a lot of sadness just Mm. knowing that one day all of this is going to go yeah and i kind of had a very interesting experience last year when we closed the immaculate conception chapel on the upper side of the campus because i was emceeing the mass that was the final mass there so quite literally helping uh, Father Chalinski like process out the Blessed Sacrament out of the, mm. the chapel and bringing it down to St. Martin's on the lower side, which is our current chapel, which mm-hmm. that too is going to be closing in two months. Yeah. But going from having this place as like the place where I really truly came into a deeper relationship with Christ yeah. to now processing Christ out of that chapel and into into a new one as Deacon Drew said like that was something to take to prayer and knowing that Jesus isn't locked in a box in a chapel somewhere but but he really truly is uh, always present before us but in a much uh, deeper much more sac- well a truly sacramental way right in the Blessed Sacrament but yeah and then even uh, being charged along with the other MCs and sacristans to help clear out that chapel and so, again, seeing it in all its beauty and then helping to move everything out of it. And it just kind of looks like a worn out mess hall. Um, right. So, yeah, it's definitely different. And I think for me personally, like I've already kind of moved on from the sadness of all of it and mm-hmm. now moving towards an excitement of what's to come. But I think that's because I will actually be there living in the new place and get to see what will come of the new campus and also as i said like i already knew that this was all going to go away sure yeah yeah i mean i remember years and years ago in the college before they had announced you know the sale of the seminary and buying the property and we kind of had a, a joke of like save the seminary and it was like oh the powerball is getting pretty high we all better like save the seminary buy some tickets and that was kind of like the joke but honestly, there is there is a sense of closure at this point of being like, you know, this chapter is is closing. Yeah. And, you know, it was a beautiful long chapter, but like, it's undeniable that that it needed to happen at you know at this point, 
you know, this beautiful campus was built for 600 seminarians and, you know, there's not, there's not been 200 in a long time. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's necessary and while it's still sad and, and kind of hard, yeah, it's understandable and not that brand new facilities are like the, the best thing in the world, but like, yeah, our facilities are kind of old and, and, you know, our kitchen's outdated and our bathrooms are outdated <laughs> falling apart yeah and you know every once in a while like a ceiling tile will fall in because there's dripping in the air conditioning or the pipes or, like you know so it's it's necessary to build new sometimes and you know nobody's happy when their parish has to close but you know sometimes old buildings you know they they weren't always built to last yeah i don't know it's it's a mix of emotions you know for me too and I am kind of over being like sad, although I anticipate when we close St. Martin's, I'll probably cry. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know. But um, but I'm I'm also I share in the excitement too of of kind of getting to see the new place, um, even of closing out this place. I'm a little excited to be like, yeah, like that'll be it, it'll truly be historic. But I think just personally, it'll be memorable of like, wow. I got to to be a part of this closing of this chapter. Yeah. There is kind of a, a surrealness to it. it yeah. Reminds me of like the end of so many TV shows where the kind of benchmark location or uh, whatever it is, it just it feels exactly like one of those where at the conclusion of the series, in order to like really make sure that it feels like everything's wrapped up, it closes or they right. leave or or whatever it is exactly that really kind of not puts a nail in the coffin but just kind of definitively closes the book right. and allows you to move forward yeah and one thing that 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 doesn't capture uh because it kind of can't is that the the characters continue onward right. that there's there's more to their life and to the world than that and so that bittersweetness that you might feel at the conclusion of your favorite tv show is there, but there's also something more where you'll be able to actually take that and bring it with you um, to the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of to shift it and maybe bring this to a close, this episode, not the seminary. <laughs> <laughs> um, Too soon. Yeah. But this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are also moving. <laughs> no, to, to, you know, the, the hope that comes with this. The fact that we're not closing, the St. Charles Borromeo Seminary isn't just packing up and, and, you know, calling it quits, but we're moving on to a new location for new seminarians and uh, to keep the mission of forming priests, keeping it alive and following Christ's great commission to go out and evangelize the nations, to baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And so, like, some great news that we got this year is I believe we have 36 new seminarians yeah, here right. this year. And almost every time I go home, I end up talking to other young men who are on fire with the faith, who have this deep desire to come to know the Lord. And they feel this draw towards the priesthood. And it's wonderful to know that, you know, God's still calling men. This isn't the end of the seminary. This isn't 
the end of priestly formation or anything like that in this area. But we're preparing to take on a whole new generation of seminarians, of future priests. So I think it's good to, to always keep that in mind. As Deacon Nikolai said, you know, like we're getting new facilities, we're getting new things, just kind of bringing us up to date so that way we can continue our formation as needed. So that way we have the best resources at our, at our hands to use. And so I would encourage everyone to please pray for us, pray for all young men who are discerning a vocation to the priesthood. They may have the faith and the willingness to answer the call and to be obedient to the calling of, of God uh, in their life. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we give our great thanks and appreciation for all the prayers that we've received up to this point. Everybody who's ever supported the seminary, you know, they've supported the work of priestly formation. And, you know, that's maybe sometimes goes a little unappreciated by us, but, but we really owe you, owe you a lot. Yeah, St. Charles, in one place or another, has been around for over 150 years. Mm-hmm. So here's to 150 more, wherever that may be. Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. Well, if you've listened to our show this far, thank you for your support. Uh, if you'd like to continue supporting us, please give us a, a like and a share on whatever platform you're listening to. Please continue to pray for us. Hey, and if you ever meet somebody at your local parish or youth group who's interested in Catholic conversation, please uh, talk about our podcast to them. And we'd love to share it to new audiences. And put us in your bulletin. <laughs> yeah.